0: In the end of the Parsha, we have the story of Miriam having Tzara'as. The Pasek says, um, The people don't travel until Miriam is able to finish her seven days of quarantine and come back into the camp. Rashi says, This honor Hashem gives her because of that little bit of time that she waited for Moshe when Moshe was put into the river. As the Pasek says, Va, mirachik That his sister, Moshe's sister, waited from a distance, etc. The Rebbe asks, In the passage, it says, the people didn't travel. Why is Rashi saying that Hashem is the one giving her this honor? Especially, says the Rebbe, when we compare this to the Mishnah, when the Mishnah relates this and the Mishnah actually says, This is why the Yidin wait for Miriam. Now, simply, we could say, whenever the Yidin traveled, it was based on Hashem. Hashem making the cloud move off the Mishkan, and that's when the Yidin traveled, when this cloud stopped. Wherever it stopped, that's where the Yidin camped. So why is the Mishnah then saying that the Yidin waited for her? What the Mishnah is implying is that the Yidin also wanted to wait for her. But if that's the case, then what follows is that according to Rashi, that doesn't mention that the Yidin waited, it sounds like that it wasn't because of them at all. But in the clear. it clearly says, The people didn't travel. The Rebbe asks some more questions. Why is Rashi saying about Moshe Rabbeinu, when he was in the river, why does Rashi need to add those words that she was waiting for him when he was put into the river? Why can't Rashi just say, as the Mishnah does, that she was standing and waiting for him? Why is it relevant that he was put in the river? Why does another question that he says, why does Rashi quote from the Pesach also the word meirochik? She stood meirochik at a distance. And not only that, Rashi adds the words of a goymer as if there's something more from those that posik or psukim that's relevant. How is that going to impact our story over here? In order to explain all of this, says the Rebbe, let's first try to understand what exactly was the honor that Miriam was getting by the Eden waiting for her. So simply it sounds like is because if they would travel further, they're leaving her behind by herself, that would be the biggest um, disrespect or opposite of honor. But the Rebbe says that seems very, very strange because then it's not only a matter of lack of honor, but it would be Sakhanas Nafash Yismamash would literally be dangerous for her to stay by herself in the desert. Now you might say, well that's why Rashi says about Moshe Rabbeinu as a little boy, he was put into the river to emphasize that there was a situation of danger, that Miriam was standing there to protect Moshe from danger, and that's why she's getting the reward over here. But if that's the case, then why is Rashi emphasizing about honor getting? It's much more than honor, her life is being saved because she saved Moshe's life. So the Rebbe explains, Hashem says, she has to be quarantined for seven days outside the camp, and then she can come into the camp, then she will be cured. That means her cure, or her returning to the camp, is dependent on the fact that she first needs to spend seven days outside the camp. But when could you say there's a camp? When could you say there's a machana? As Rashi told us in another place already as well, that's when the Yidden are all camping in one place, that's when we call the group of Yidden standing there a camp as opposed to the time where they're traveling. Says the Rebbe, if the Yidn would have not waited now in the camp for seven days, that even though there wouldn't have been a situation of danger for her, which is what we asked before, she would also have gone along. But since there's no camp, she can't be quarantined outside the camp. In other words, the time that they're traveling cannot go into the calculation of the seven days, and therefore the time until she can rejoin with everyone else and be fully cured from her tsaras. And her situation, her state, would have to drag on for longer now. Says that Rebbe, that's the honor that we're talking about. We're not talking about the fact that everyone's just being nice and waiting for her to come along. We're speaking about the fact that they're staying here seven days in this state of being camped so that she could immediately start the process of quarantining and being healed. Says that Rebbe, from this Rashi, we could also take out a matter in halacha. Regarding a mitzohirah, we also find this idea, of course, that bodod needs to be alone, lamachan he needs to be outside the camp. In other words, this is part of the condition of his purification process. So here the question becomes, is it enough that bodod that he's just sitting alone, not with everybody else, or do we need to have a situation where there's a camp and he's outside the camp, and if there's no camp, he cannot become pure. So for example, says the Rebbe, what about these days? If you have a mitzohirah these days, and according to many opinions, the Yerushalayim doesn't have the same dinim now as it had back then to be considered the machana. Could a Mitzvah these days then become pure if he's not outside the camp, if there is no camp? Or another example, what about if he became Tommy in the time of the Beis HaMikdash, the Beis HaMikdash was destroyed. Could he become pure if there's no camp? But based on the way we explained Rashi, in regards to Miriam, so it would come out that in fact, if there is no machin, if there is no camp, then he wouldn't be able to become pure. Now let's go and understand the Rashi once again, why Rashi was saying that Hashem gave her the honor rather than saying that Eden waited. Because we're not speaking about over here just waiting of who's the one that's honoring her by waiting. We're trying to say that Hashem had given a special instruction that she should be quarantined right away, and that's the honor, that she should start the quarantine right away. And in order to do this, the Eden are now going to have to wait in one place, so there could be a camp, so she could be outside the camp, and in that way, she starts the process of both the quarantine and the healing immediately. The Rebbe, however, asks, regarding this idea of mida keneged mida, how is this mida keneged mida for what Miriam did, the honor that she's getting to compare to what she did? And the Rebbe asked this question in two opposite extremes. On the one hand, the question is, if, Mo- if Moshe Rabbeinu was put into the river and she's standing watching over him, this seems like a matter of saving lives. She's being paid back just with honor. The question could be asked in an opposite extreme that to save a life, anybody would do. How much reward does one need to get for saving a life? Of course, anybody would do anything to save a, a little child, especially a brother. And now she's getting such great reward that Hashem is making everyone wait for her, and so on. Says the Rebbe, now we can understand why Rashi, when he quotes the Pesach, he adds, she was standing at a distance. It wasn't about saving Moshe, she wasn't close enough to save Moshe. So it wasn't a situation of pikuach nefesh. So we asked, she's being given only honor for pikuach nefesh, there was no pikuach nefesh back there, she wasn't going to save him. So what was the purpose of what she was there for? What was what was the result of what she was there for? And why is now the Eden waiting for her, midah connected, midah for her waiting. So Rashi tells us, let's look further into the story. The daughter of Pari takes Moisha. Moisha doesn't want a nurse from a non-Jewish woman. Miriam comes running over, and she says, should I call for you a Jewish nurse? And she runs quickly to get the mother of Moisha. Now, says the Rebbe, if she wouldn't have gone, ultimately Baspare would have also worked out. They need to call a Jewish nurse to, to feed Moshe. So what was gained by her standing there that she hastened? She shortened the tsar of Moshe. She brought quicker that he could now feel comfortable and be fed, and so on and so forth, and not to have to be in pain for longer. This is the reward she is getting me to connect with me. That this is the honor that Hashem is giving her. That no one's going to travel now, because, so that her pain also could finish as quickly as possible, she could quarantine, and thereby then re-enter the camp. The Rebbe now goes to the Yenish Shaltor, to the Chassidus, that we find in this Rashi. So the Rebbe says, we discussed earlier, that the Mishnah says, that the Yidin waited, and again, although of course, Hashem is the one that's making them wait, through not moving the clouds, but the Mishnah emphasizes, that the Yidin waited, and we said that it means the yidn also wanted to wait. And Rashi is the one that's emphasizing that Hashem is the one that's giving you this honor. So the Rebbe explains. Chazal tells us everything is Bidei Shomayim in the hands of Hashem. Besides for Yir So in other words, when it comes to good acts of Yidden, it comes from the Yid. It's not coming from Hashem. So according to the Mishnah, this good that the Yidden are doing, that they're waiting for Miriam, you can't say that it's Bidei shamayim. It's because the Yidden want it. That's what the Mishnah is saying. The Yidden wanted to do this. It's not just because the cloud is not moving. In fact, the Rebbe said, it's the other way around. The cloud didn't move because the Yidden didn't want to go. But according to Rashi and Peshut Mikra, it's difficult to say that this journey of the Yidden is going to be different to all the previous journeys that they ever had, which is always dependent on the cloud. And that's why Rashi says that it was Hashem the one that's holding back the Eden from going. But the Rebbe goes with Pneumius on a deeper level. That really in Rashi the whole truth and emes and Pneumius of things is revealed. And that is, Chesidus tells us that even though we say, HaKol Bidei Chutz everything's in the hands of heaven besides fear of Hashem, really the avoid of a person does come because of certain his Hisodorus, inspirations coming from above, but it's on a level higher than the level called Yeddei and therefore, says it. But the fact that he didn't want to give this honor to Miriam, according to Rashi, that itself is really coming mila it's coming from Hashem. And that's why Rashi emphasizes that it's the Evedim giving this honor. On the other hand, Mishnah, which is Nigla de Torah, there what's felt is just the way things are, simply in a revealed way. That in matters of avoid, it's always going to be dependent on the person. And that's why the emphasis in the Mishnah is that the did waiting waited for her. And the Rebbe concludes with a fascinating thing. The Rebbe says, why is this idea in Rashi, that really everything is coming from His Eider, in other words, it's coming from Hashem. Why is this hinted by this story of Tzara specifically? Because we know a Mitzvah is the one that has to be sent out of all three camps. It represents that he's so far, he has to be outside the camp of Yisroel, from even the lowliest people. Such a person, it's very, very difficult that he's going to be inspired himself to do tshuva because he's in such a low state. And this is why we say, by Yidach Hashem promises no Yid will ever be gone forever, and this order comes from Hashem that even a Yid like this should ultimately do tshuva.